back to the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope everyone had a good day today. Will the uh, destruction ever end? I don't know. Will Joe Biden ever leave office? Will the Democrats ever stop having the majority in D.C.? I think we'll find out soon enough, right? Because this is what we're talking about, folks. We're talking about a lack of confidence in an administration that has now spilled over into the global markets, causing havoc in, in currencies and in rates. So obviously, the dollar. By the way, we've got some breaking news today. We'll see what happens here. But folks, this looks to be significant. <clears throat> today, the dollar, and this happened late in the day, making it, I think, more significant. The dollar put in what is called a bearish engulfing candle. A daily engulfing candle, bearish, meaning an outside day, meaning that its high was higher than yesterday's, its low was lower than yesterday's, and it closed at the end of its spectrum. So bottom line is it's a, uh, it's a bearish sign for the dollar, which is good news for the market because the dollar's been way too strong, again, causing all kinds of havoc globally. If you've seen what's happening in the UK with the guilt, I mean, going parabolic, in other words, getting killed. On the chart, it looks like it's going up. It's actually losing value. It's a, it's a, it's a seesaw relationship there. And that's a, it's happening all over the world. You've seen charts of the U.S. dollar versus all of our allies. I mean, we're, we're the only one going up. Everything else is getting destroyed. That's fine for a while. That's fine for a while if other economies are really weak because a weak currency helps their local economies, but certainly doesn't help ours, especially not our multinationals. It's very... It's a very, uh, uh, a very uh, a complex story to understand internationally from a currency point of view. Really, it's been nothing extreme yet except in the UK. Everywhere else has been a bit measured. But as, as to the stock market here, as to inflation here, as to earnings here, as to commodities here, these are, there are direct correlations here. And if this, in fact, this bearish engulfing pattern today that, that, that took place today, a daily candle, if this uh, holds up the way that I think it's going to, I think it's good news. And by the way, I'm also a buyer here of stocks, and I'll tell you why. Uh, actually added to some positions today. I believe that there's a 0% chance, <laughs> let me be honest, a 0% chance, you know what I mean, close to, that the Federal Reserve is going to tank the stock market heading into the midterms. I think that's not what they want. I think they feel like they got about 30 days to turn things around. Now, let's give it a couple weeks, really. They want people going into the voting booth in a little better mood, because right now, you check out your 401k, and believe me, we talk to our clients every day. We know what they're going through. You know, uh, uh, we talk to client to client, 401k is down 30% on the year plus. You know, not in a great mood when you go in the voting booth. Unless Occam's Razor, as I said yesterday, unless Occam's Razor applies here, and it's just that simple. The Federal Reserve, Jay Powell, and his, uh, and his band of, 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 of money-printing brethren want Democrats to get shellacked. And so they're crashing the system to help ensure that that happens. Kind of don't think that's it which is why I think we do get a rally into the midterms. Got a lot of, again, we've been sharing this data with you here. You know, this, uh, this, this last move, September's the worst month of the year, folks. It's the worst month of the year. It's even worse in midterm years. Well, we have one day left in September. One day, one trading day left. And then guess what happens? 
We go into the best month of the year. In midterm years, October is the strongest month of the year, as is the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter is the strongest month of the year, period. Excuse me, the strongest quarter of the year, period. So we're, we're a day away from, from entering that. And we know what else happens. It's very, it's very significant. We have a lot of equity fund flows going into stocks, fund flows going into stocks as we start both a new month and a new quarter. So it's a new quarter, meaning it's doubly important. So <clears throat> saw some panic today, saw some signs of panic. People were, people were freaking out. The semis today at one point were down uh, 4%. Of course, what happened overnight was the news of Apple. Apple announced that they are deciding not to increase production levels on the new iPhones, and that was followed immediately by Bank of America downgrading the stock in a, in a pretty aggressive call from a buy to a hold. And, and there you go. We're, the, the move lower was on in the futures markets last night. Uh, woke up this morning. <clears throat> you know, we're actually kind of flat. Woke up this morning. We had slight losses, and then boom, you know, the Apple News hit Bank of America, and boom, here can stock down 5%, market follow with it. So we actually, you know, rallied off the lows of the day, even as Apple finished down today uh, 5.2%. Uh, and so it was encouraging to see a little bit of a comeback there again. That that dollar that dollar bearish engulfing pattern, the candle, daily candle, could be could be a tell uh, because it looks like the highs are in for rates. Again, we got right to four percent in the ten year. Now we're back down to three point seven four percent. Right, this uh, this this uh, this outside day today in the dollar. Um, Rich Ross today at uh, the uh, the CMT over at Evercore. Their top tech, technical guy believes that just that, that the highs are in for, for rates and that the highs are in for the dollar. And if he's right, then we can get a significant move higher into the fourth quarter uh, and into the midterms. Boy, the data sure backs that up. You know, we learned last night also that uh, in the AAI investor sentiment survey, remember, it just hit 60% bears. It's still there. It's still 60% bears. That's back to back weeks. This, this is a. This isn't, I don't know this has ever happened before. It's only happened five times, period. So, you know, now we're back-to-back weeks with bears at 60%. Uh, and that's only happened five times since they started this in, in the mid-'80s. So uh, the last, last when this has happened in the past, we've seen massive moves higher. I mean, really, really big moves higher. I've got the number right here for you. In the past, when this has happened, again, bears at more than 60%. The S&P 500 a year later was higher on average 33% of the time, and the markets were higher every single time. We're seeing a lot of this data that says, look, this this unbelievable bearishness that we've seen. Thanks again, uh, Joe Biden. Um, let's go, Brandon. We're seeing a lot of signs that uh, this is going to result in a great buying opportunity. I'm just not, I'm not in the camp that says that things have to melt down here. And, of course, uh, every day it goes by, we have more people calling for a crash and for, of course, World War III and all the worst things imaginable, which we, you know, God forbid, uh, never happened. And, and, again, our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody in Florida. Can't even imagine what Southern Florida is going through now. Hundreds of lives lost, un- just destructions. It could be the worst storm ever uh, to hit Florida. So our thoughts and prayers go out to them, and it makes the rest of us realize how much we have to be thankful for, doesn't it? Okay, let's take a look under the hood today. i got a, few, a little more data to share with you, but let's take a look under the hood first. Again, not a great day, but yesterday was such a good day. You know, 90% up yesterday. Again, the Dow was up 550 points. Um, 
the, the, the NYSE had 90% up volume day, 7 to 1 advanced decline yesterday. So today was not as bad as yesterday was good. That's something, right? Let's get to the data today. Today, NYSE, uh, 84% down volume day. Again, 9% up volume yesterday, so not as bad. 5 to 1 advanced decline negative today. Again, not as bad as yesterday was good. Same thing with NASDAQ, uh, 84% down volume with only 3 to 1 advanced decline negative. Pretty good. I think when the semis got to select today on the, on the heels of the, of the Apple news. Um, also today, this is not this is not pretty. Twenty seven stocks hit a new fifty two week high to sixteen hundred. Hit a new fifty two week low. This Tyler's again. Tyler reminded me, not as bad today as yesterday was good. So, or, or no, excuse me, not as bad today as it was yesterday. That's a little bit of improvement. Always looking for the uh, glasses half full, aren't we? Uh, now let's take a look at the uh, sector watch today. This is we can just skip this one, folks. This is all eleven. All 11 sectors since lower of the day, uh, led by utilities down 4% today. You do not often see utilities down 4%, uh, especially when uh, when rates were essentially flat. Um, that get, could be credit issues there. Yeah, consumer discretionary uh, down 3.3%. Real estate down 2.87%. Again, all 11 sectors finished lower on the day. One more uh, uh, piece of data I'll share with you today. Again, I think this is, we got a lot of this that's popping up. Again, the DSI, the daily sim indexes are at like four and five now for the SP 100 and NASDAQ. These are levels where you see reversals take place. These are extreme oversold levels that you rarely see. You just rarely see these without a reversal taking place. Bank of America, uh, their fund managers have more cash. Than at any point since 2001, just after 9-11. Again, these are rare things. In- this is a record. Investors have $5 trillion in cash and money market accounts and mutual funds. That's a record. So, uh, you know, it's- people who have sold stocks, they're in cash. Uh, what's left to sell? Um, and again, we're entering a very seasonally bullish time. And of course, we know what happens after the midterms. From the, mid- from the lows of the midterms, folks, going back to 1952, for the lows of the midterms, the markets have been higher 18 out of 18 times since 1952 with an average gain of 32%. So there's a lot of this data that's calling for a move of 15 to 30% plus uh, over the next 12 months, 12 to 13 months. And uh, again, I just don't believe, I maybe I'll be wrong, but I'm going to tell you straight up, I do not believe the Federal Reserve is going to crash the markets they control this, folks. Make no mistake about it. The Fed is behind everything happening today. Thank you, Jay Powell, who's trying to be Paul Volcker. I don't see them crashing the markets into the midterms. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they really do hate Biden that bad. Okay, uh, what else today? Uh, a commodity watch. Take a look there. Tyler saw some interesting action there today. He actually noticed earlier in the day that gold, the miners, started to turn. And, and again, that, that, that matches with the action we saw in the dollar. So did Bitcoin, by the way. Uh, Bitcoin made a turn, as did gold and silver. This, is, this, this was encouraging. This is not a day where everything just got smoked. And again, that's an encouraging sign. So let's take a look there. Gold today, uh, the low was 1649. It's at 1668. That's a big reversal in gold. Only down a dollar on the day. Silver, uh, uh, again, nice reversal there. Only closed down a half percent. Right now, 1878 an ounce. Copper finished up on the day, up 2% at 
at 342 a pound. By the way, there is rumor now for the first time today that there will be bans also possibly on Russian exports of base metals. What does that mean? Aluminum, copper, and gold, silver, metals, period. Uh, just a rumor at this point, but, uh, you know, uh, when they've rumored things like this in the past, they've wound up happening. So here we go again, right? Uh, more of this insanity uh, taking place. I think now that the Russia is officially annexing four of these provinces in Ukraine to Russia, uh, and then the pipeline gets blown up. Uh, we'll have to see what happens next. Uh, Fighting stuff, really. Uh, also today, oil today, uh, right now down 53 cents a barrel at 81.62 a barrel. And again, Bitcoin staged a pretty good rally today. Low today of 18,870. Right now, up uh, $600 from those levels, just down slightly on the day at 19,496. All right, folks, always appreciate you listening. Hope you had a great day, an even better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.